0: This is the official Covering the Corner podcast, episode 184. I am your host, Matt Lyons. On this week's episode, talk about some spring training games the Guardians have played, state of the roster since we last talked about them. Last year, in 2021, who's left for the Guardians to add in a very slow offseason that they've had so far? i discuss all that and more with no, none other than Mr. Merritt Rolfing. Merritt, how you been? Great, dude. Guards. We're guards now. It's about <laughs> the <what Guardians>. rules. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I've watched parts of three games, and I've heard a dozen, two dozen Indians already come out of announcers. <laughs> oh, you know. It's very difficult it's... to... Uh... I feel like we got a head start on that first, not calling him by the name, and then calling him Guardians early. So it's like it's easy for us now, but I can understand. Like, I'm pretty sure that it's a leap. I I
1: I think I, I maybe they changed it by now, but like Mike Mike Petriello posted something from uh, baseball Savant, and it still said Indians. <laughs> <And>
0: I'm like, <laughs> oh, I'm that's sure the that's the official
1: thing. thing. <laughs> like that's owned by baseball. Come on, fix this. It was like three <laughs> days ago too. So.
0: seeing the guardian stuff everywhere is really cool like that's what i was excited for like seeing that baseball a little flappy g i don't care if they call it the fastball g it's the flappy g it's got wings it's it's a ball flappy g yeah it flies and and it looks awesome in like 3d and in like everywhere and the block in the the diamond c is objectively better than the block c and maybe one of i got my hat dude
1: it's sick i love it Awesome. Yeah, I got, the, I got the red brim hat. It's, it's very nice. I, I, I didn't wear it during the lockout in solidarity, so I had to switch over to all
0: my... Uh... <laughs> you just solemnly put it in a drawer and closed it. And I did. I did.
1: It. Well, yeah, I was like, <laughs> not yes, Yeah, so, I, um, so I, I had to switch over to all my, my various minor league hats uh, because they are not covered by the union, so it does not matter. So, yeah.
0: I still got I want one of those spring training hats. They don't have them without that stupid patch, though, and I don't want to do the work of removing it, but they're, they're really no. cool, like the, the blue on blue with a little red outline i guess every team does it with their colors but um more importantly merit the baseball has has technically happened after the long lockout um uh, months of no news followed by for the guardians basically no more news uh one backup catcher signed and now we're into games i know you you said you didn't get to watch much or any of the spring training games so far but it hasn't been i mean they were they were two and no coming into today as we recorded on monday and then just an absolute—I um, don't think you call this a barn burner, right? If if one side, it's like half the barn burned, and that was it. Because uh, I guess that's the Rangers. Arson ran is up what that would be? <laughs> yeah. just, this was an arson. This was yeah. assault. Yeah. Uh, the Rangers put up twenty-five on the Guardians and the Guardians scored twelve, which was—I mean—mostly in garbage time. It's spring training, so score doesn't matter. But also, it was what a four-hour game uh, of a game that doesn't matter with with backups and everything. But there was a couple fun things, uh, like uh, Gabriel Arias looked really good. I will say they're averaging, they're averaging like, they're averaging like over 10
1: runs a game, though. So, I mean, <laughs> there you go. Offense, the fixed. offense it's there. Right? Haters don't need to sign anyone. All the young guys are good now. It turns out they're all ace superstars. So, I love spring training for dumb overreactions, and I'm here for it
0: 100%. Stephen Kwan was the thing I was excited about. Oh, He's yeah. the guy who, if, if, if nobody kept up with it in the offseason lockout, um, like Fangraphs basically projects him to be, I think, was it like the best Guardians outfielder <laughs> other than maybe Miles Straw? Better than most of their free agent options. Uh, obviously not like Michael Conforto or the, the really good ones they can get, which we'll talk about later. But um, for some reason, Fangraphs Zips just really likes his projections. Uh, I think a lot of Guardians fans are starting to catch on to to him coming up the minus. He had a really good game uh, yesterday. He had a two strike, hit the ball the other way. He had a couple, he had a couple hits and they were both impressive um I think I'm I'm more excited for him than I was like I can't pretend I wasn't excited for Daniel Johnson who also played today but <laughs> I, I'm really excited for Daniel more than like um Greg Allen who a lot of people it seems very similar the hype levels like he was kind of people started to catch on in double a now they're getting more excited in triple um I think Kwan's gonna start in triple and I think he has a, a pretty decent chance to have a lot better career at least in Cleveland than Greg Allen did um which will be exciting but yeah it's, it's just all the young guys played today most of them did well owen miller it seems like all the ones who were probably going to start in the majors did not do well <laughs> like Owen miller Uh-oh. was zero for three um yeah ernie clement had was one for two i think Chang chang's had a couple errors so far in spring so it's been rough for like the starters but the young guys which i guess is is kind of what they're going for here helping these young guys pull through and they don't have to sign anybody um is what they're looking for and it's, it's kind of what's happening so far i mean chang's there for his bet anyways <laughs>
1: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, dude. Yeah. Stephen Quad, by the way, I mean, for, again, for those who don't know the name, yeah, we got 217 games in the minors for his career. Not a lot, but still 301 batting average. And he's putting a bunch of weight on it, looks like, too. So he's mashing. Like, this could be maybe this is the luck. Maybe this is the good luck. They finally summoned on finding some round five draftee. Oregon State, I mean, they, they 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 poop out hitters like it's nobody's business. So it's, I'm unsurprised by that, by that sourcing, I suppose, but. Maybe yeah, he's mean- the first big coup in their, um, in their. Then they've cracked hitting. It took them years to figure out pitching, but now they've cracked hitting. So they're going to start cranking out silver sluggers and MVPs along with their so Young winners. Is my obvious level-headed assumption here? Because again, spring training, nothing matters, and I'm jacked, dude. Here we go.
0: But the the thing with Kwan was I was going to say if he does break out and if he is like a two win player, like that solves most of their problems. It's the sad part of. I don't think there's a good chance that happens, but if they could just sign somebody who could probably do that, like everybody who's already been signed, who they were reportedly so close to, but they didn't um, grab any of them. I mean, if, if Quan pans out, then maybe they turn out to be right and they didn't need to sign anybody, but I would also like them to hire have a higher payroll than like $30 million, whatever it is, with just Jose Ramirez $34 and million. Dollars. And a bunch of pre r players. It's, it's not going to be a... It's not a good look coming into your first time as a guardian as the guardians coming out and just basically having nobody on your paid roster besides your Ramirez even extension of Ramirez at this point I think you've got to add something to help around him um which kind of takes us to to just the state of the roster is another thing I wanted to to talk about as we um sort of bring back the podcast we haven't talked in a while since I think last September is, is when it was there's not I mean again not a ton of changes they haven't done a whole lot um Basically, all we know from spring so far is that the outfit is still a mess. Terry Francona didn't seem to commit to Zimmer and Mercado too much. I was reading on uh, Guardians.com today, or Mandy Bell was writing that. Just kind of the way he said it wasn't exactly like, a, there are guys we're going for. It. it was it was more like, a. we're going to see what we got out there. And <laughs> They happened to be the ones there. Uh, Ahmed Rosario is apparently going to be moved around again. He could be shortstop, left field, right field, whatever, center field. I guess center field is locked down by straw now, but... Um, Yeah, what are your thoughts just on the general, the the state of what we're looking at now, which I guess is not totally different from last year, but maybe some guys getting older and and getting better, hopefully.
1: I mean, the big question marks are obviously the fact that they have Josh Narrow listed as either first or second string of three different positions when he he has, you know, he blew his knee out, which is (laughs) He's their backup all over the field, yeah. Yeah, exactly. He's their backup left fielder, right fielder. He's a super sub. It's beautiful. Yeah, yeah. Right now, according to the depth chart on... On the official website, he's a starting left fielder. He's a starting right fielder. He's a backup first baseman. He's not the DH for some reason. So, whatever. But I'd say that's the most glaring thing that, and then the fact that I just, you know, again, you spend the whole winter just like being grumpy about baseball not existing and, and, you know, the whole, the whole bullshit with the, uh, Lock out there, and you forget the fact that their catching situation is currently Sandy Leone, Austin Hedges, and then didn't they sign? So they have an NRI as well uh, as a catcher, I think. Yeah, the one guy they signed. no, yeah, it is uh, Sandy Leone. Is the non roster invitee, but he's listed right now as a starting uh, catcher. And again, like this is something we talk about constantly: the fact that uh, Cleveland just simply does not value or values uh, the defensive side of things. And I mean, Hedges and Leone are good at what they do defensively, but it was nice to have a team that could hit. And looking at this team, again, to your point, someone better make a move because otherwise we're going to see a lot of not hitting. Um, I still want like an to an know to be the good. The opposite but of
0: not hitting is, is what I think I'd like to go for.
1: Yeah, you know, that would that'd be, that'd be nice. You're right. Good point. Uh, but, yeah, there's just uh, just looking at the roster right now, it's just, it's disappointing because what well, they're protected for, like a 78-win season. And I know we have high hopes about a full season. Shane, what did they win last year? They won, like uh, – I don't even remember. Here we go. I think they were uh, low I
0: right? Cause they snapped the They were eighteen the eighty two. Yeah.
1: Right. They're 18, 82. Um, I mean, obviously we're excited about a full season once again of Bieber and Plezac, And, uh, I'm excited actually for the next couple of days. I believe that we're going to see our first sighting of Eli Morgan. And, you know, that's kind of guy who we're hoping can add a couple ticks to his fastball. Cause his changeup is so dirty. That could be good. Logan Allen got bombed today. Um, Overall, Matt, not happy with the roster. I'll be honest with you. It looks like it's going to. So here's the thing. Uh, in, in the Slack the other day, someone mentioned that they got no hit four times last year, and I just completely forgot about that. <laughs>
0: oh, yeah. I mean, it's it's technically only three because the other one was a shortened doubleheader game. So let's I keep that those. in mind. I don't <laughs> yeah, care. I mean, I count those. it's It's four. <laughs> The, the it's, it's regulation the it's, it's, game was over, and they didn't get a hit. It's they were known at four times, which is insane.
1: so. Yeah, I just I kind of forgot about that. And then, like, what's changed? Nothing. If anything, it's gotten worse. So we'll get to this in a bit about things that they could add. But like, like you said, Quan or some of these other young guys. I mean, maybe Arias can force himself onto the team, but that's this is not a team or an organization rather that historically has allowed that, right? Because they care so much about like service time, protecting, protecting control and you know, all the other things that caused a lockout.
0: Um, yeah, and I mean... Yeah, not if,
1: psyched. Not psyched, I guess. Yeah,
0: if if he didn't have to force himself on, like, if they were just going all in on youth and, like, just have Arias, have Stephen Kwan start, and, like, we know they're going to and get consistent time, then okay, I guess. Like, last year was supposed to be, we always talk about the stealth rebuild year, and it was supposed to lead into this, where you have those young guys who were producing, and now they can just build on that, but, like, none of the young guys produced like they should last year, because Andre Jimenez didn't. Owen Miller didn't. Uh, Yu Chang didn't grow very much. Oscar Mercado and Bradley Zimmer are basically just flamed out at this point. Um, so I guess that was just kind of a setback. But then they didn't bother fixing it at all, and they're just doing it again. <laughs> and maybe we'll see like Stephen Kwan um, up eventually. But I mean, just the fact, like you said, that Josh Neal is the backup at so many positions. They they just have to add something. Whether it's I, I don't know. Part of the problem too is they stashed so many guys in the forty man roster because they thought a Rule Five draft was going to happen. And then it didn't, and now they can't add anybody without getting rid of somebody. So um, what, I think like so, a trade I, makes the I most th- sense, but
1: at, at the risk of sounding like a rube, who just hasn't been paying attention, <laughs> which I am. Uh, where the <laughs> hell is Nolan Jones? Wasn't he going to be the next big thing? Am I?
0: Am I forgetting something? Is he broken now? Is he bad actually? Or no, he just wasn't great last year, and he just kind of disappeared off everything. I don't know. It's that's. I mean. I'm I'm as lost as you are, and I've I've watched him. He just, I mean, he just average last year. Once he hit AAA, I mean, I don't know. Last year was supposed to be the year that we we were gonna get mad about him not debuting, and then he didn't, and then he wasn't good. I was like, okay, I can't get it now. (laughs) But yeah, because like um, I mean, the strikeout issues have just gotten worse every single year for him. And in AAA, it peaked to thirty percent. So I mean, it's it's pretty clear like what his issue is. And and usually, if you're a guy like him who strikes out a lot and also walks a lot in the minors, and it doesn't get better as you go through a AAA, you're probably just gonna strike out a lot and not walk as much. Because you're going to see better pitches. Um, I, I think they probably see something in Nolan Jones that just doesn't even make him viable to to, to start in the season, and probably not even a huge trade chip um, if they do trade him. Just somebody who needs a third baseman who's rebuilding. I mean, you can always just dump anybody on the Pirates. So if they need somebody, <laughs> they have an outfielder. <laughs> uh, I mean, Brian Reynolds. You talk about adding, they'll take any of your prospects that are your Eric Gonzalez's, who who might have one tool that'll work eventually. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's just a guy who, who just sort of faded as he came up, and he's he's still only 23, but at this point, like, if you're 23, it's 24 in 20, AAA, yeah, 24 you're kind of getting BC old. Yeah, you're yeah. getting kind of old in and AAA. And...
1: Yeah, he's outside of the – I mean, I, I left my baseball perspectives annual into the room, unfortunately, but um, Fangraph's top 100, he's, you know, top prospect. He's, he's fallen out of the top 100, which whatever that means, obviously, but still, like, he's been leapfrogged by Arias and Quan and Espino and Rocio. Kind of good news. I mean,
0: not good news. I mean, it is.
1: Sure. I mean, it's cool that they have the third or fourth most top 100 prospects, um, tied, obviously, with like five teams.
0: But like. But if Nolan Jones panned out, they'd be in a much better position right now. Like, if he was a great left fielder, the team would look a whole lot better. But he's just. If he was a pretty good left fielder, (laughs) if he was able
1: to. Hit 280 with a 340 on base and a 450, um, you know, uh, slugging percentage.
0: Yeah, this, this team would look a whole lot different, but uh, but he's not. And <laughs> That's kind of the problem.
1: Yeah, no, I just, I just, that's that's kind of just been a thing that's kind of stuck in my craw for over a year now. Obviously, because I've just been like, are we supposed to? Is not the point of all this? The prospects, like, I don't get to, I don't get to like fall in love with a player long term because they leave after whatever eight years or something like that. I need prospects to feed me, you know, it's like, give me more. Yes. Give me the youth. I feed upon this, you know, I'm like a vampire. <laughs> some kind.
0: I mean, I don't pay attention to like most teams prospects. So I don't know how, how often it occurs, but it feels like there's been a lot of guardians prospects who have come up and then just flamed out, especially hitting, I guess it's only hitting prospects. We know they have a problem. Um, they, they said it themselves. They, they struggle with hitting development, not as much as they do pitching. Um, uh, or more than they do pitching, like they've got pitching seems like nailed down, but all these guys are coming up. Like we mentioned earlier, Owen Miller, Yu Chang, um, all these guys who do seem like they had something and they've come up and we're just waiting on someone else to replace them. And I don't know if like Arias is going to do the same thing when he gets up, if Kwan's going to do the same thing. Um, like Ernie Clement was another one. I don't think anybody thought him to be great, but he came up and he was just kind of not good <laughs> in this limited time. And Nolan Jones now who hasn't even made it to the majors. Um, I I wonder if part of it will be eventually because I, I I forgot until today that they have a new hitting coach Chris Faleca. Um, I don't know how much of the problem Tyvan Berkeley was, but when you're when you get no hit four times, I guess you got to make some change, and that was the change they are getting rid of him. So <laughs> maybe there's something there, and also the weird thing with him, like looking up his stuff last year when they they hired him, his specialty was like taking veteran guys who needed a small adjustment, and helping them do it, and now they've got him they're not getting these veteran guys i don't know if maybe they like the minor league guys coming up might have a small adjustment you can help them with uh if that just kind of translates he's just maybe a good like tutor and and helps you decipher that stuff in general but um i don't know maybe just the difference is not having ty van berkeley around who didn't exist in the first place but now we've got chris flake who definitely does exist yeah
1: <laughs> i don't know i mean I, I just don't and i know i've said this several times before on the show but it's just i don't I can't. I can't give that much credence one way or the other to a to a hit to a professional hitting coach. It's it's much more of an organizational thing, unless they're doing some big time overhauls, you know, like elsewhere or big changes that we're just we just don't know about because we don't we don't previous knowledge. Maybe the and, and who knows? Maybe they'll hit this year and and that's it was it's all this guy because he noticed something or does his job at all. Who knows? Maybe Tyler McGregor was in fact a, a bag of sand or something uh just with with a with like a, a with a mustache on it or something like that and
0: we're That's we're never going to know either cuz if if the they turn out to hit really well it's just going to be oh well it's it's like you said there's an organizational change it's not just Ty Van Berkeley if they're really bad you're going to say look it wasn't Ty Van Berkeley the whole time so i mean well, what, we're never what's, really going to know. But.
1: Yeah, and what, and what's insane is like they did still produce a couple like good hitters over the like in Van Berkeley's time with the team. It's not like they just like i mean Michael Brantley is a good example, and and I, I think what we're what we are both doing here is just expecting constant success when in reality, like you know, just looking at Fangraphs top one hundred, how many of these players will be worth more than five wins above replacement in their entire career? Right? Like, are we going to be singing the praises of Josh Jung and Curtis Mead and Josh Winder and Brady House in the next ten years? I'm sure that the Nationals and Twins and the and the Rangers will be jazzed to hear that, but like, I don't think so. Uh, fa- failure is the expectation with baseball in every single way, right? Like w- whether it's, you know, they always like, Oh, whatever. They're even the best hitters in the world fail uh, 60% of the time or whatever. But like, you know, when it comes to prospects, it's, you're, you're gonna, you're, you're not going to make it like you're not going to make it unless you do. Like, and so maybe we're just digging ourselves a hole of expectation, but we've also, I feel like we've been, I feel like I've been sold a, a bag of, like a, a load of goods here over the last <laughs> multiple times, yeah. Multiple times over the last, yeah. I'll, I'll honestly say, decade because, yeah, yeah, after that pseudo golden generation that we kind of got with like Brantley and Santana and Kipness and Chisholm and that whole crew, there's been nothing like that. The, I mean, obviously, the, the capstone to all that was Lindor, uh, and, and Ramirez, but outside of that, like we just haven't seen anything come out of the out of the minors of any real am i forgetting i'm hitting wise no, obviously I
0: mean, I mean, am not i forgetting that. anyone like no i mean no <laughs> yeah like, like, like bobby bradley was random. supposed to be the one because he could add crazy power he just strikes out too much mm-hmm. be like yeah there's there's nobody I mean, like owen miller i, I don't know uh, but, nolan jones was supposed to be the other one and he just is not at all like, uh, Will that's Benz, when, like at one point he was another high draft pick another outfielder they drafted who doesn't pan out so
1: Jake Bowers was supposed to be a guy. Tyler Naquin was supposed to be a guy. Obviously, there was the the the, the triplets that we always like to think of uh, for, at the you know in the outfield. But yeah, they just haven't, yeah, they just haven't pre- produced anything over the last six or seven years. And like, there's been a lot of drafts, and there's been a lot of middle infielders, and there's been a lot of no success. So I don't I don't know you take out of that, but you're just like. I'm tired of looking at platoons of random dudes. Like, I, I love Jordan Luplo and I love whoever their modern day Jordan Luplo is going to be. But I what would prefer to.
0: So, I mean, it could have been Jock Peterson, damn it. But you know what? He's God damn no, it. That would have been so like... fun. I was so jazzed for a Jock <laughs> Peterson arrival. I, love like, so oh, bad. Man. I won that for a year. Like, and he was signed for almost nothing. There's no way they could not afford that. I don't care how cheap they want to act like they are there's no way they couldn't pay him what was like seven million dollars for a year you can
1: you can do that you saw that post i'm sure like 20 years ago their payroll was more than twice what the payroll is now and you can say what you want about attendance but we know for a fact that attendance is now a tertiary revenue source for any team I, i would almost even hazard to say particularly small market teams like i don't what Weren't what are the, the Rays in on, on Freddie Freeman? What does yeah, that tell you? Yeah, me? no, yeah. Like, I mean, the Twins, they, win wins, they series, just
0: signed but... Carlos Correa. Or not Carlos Correa. They just signed somebody. Yeah, they yeah, signed Carlos, Carlos Correa. Correa. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They're not in the market much bigger than Cleveland, and they don't get that much more attention. I looked at it, it's like not even a million more a year they don't get. So it's it's not a huge gap between Cleveland and, and these other cities as, as far as the, the payroll is making it look like it is. They could clearly do it. Uh, they could clearly add anybody, which, speaking of, they've added nobody at this point. Um,
1: you saw that quote yeah. that uh, Dallas Keikel had today, right? He was just, oh, like, yeah. <laughs> he was just talking about, yeah, well, it's just one more guy we got to get out. And, you know, Cleveland could be good. They spent a little money and they, they could be a real threat. But, you know. His exact quote
0: was from a CBA standpoint, I'd like Cleveland to pay their players more. <laughs> but I'm not an ownership guy, so I can't say much. <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong, Dallas. It's, you're not wrong there. You know but. what?
1: Yeah, I, I'm, I'm going to buy myself a Dallas Keuchel jersey.
0: <laughs> Astros, of course, from, from his yeah, Cy almost, Young here. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. But, I mean, the problem there also is, like, I don't think it's going to fix the problem if they pay Austin Hedges $20 million more million but they need to pay players more to get more players over here. Um, I mean, obviously, I'd like extending. Because they haven't done those extensions. Like, was Jose the last one? The last, like... Because that's what they were known for for a good like year and a half. There was getting these guys before they came like busted. what well, they were always and... known for, right?
1: The, from the '90s on, from John Hart on, was always getting guys pre-eligible, pre-arb eligible, and signing them to something that eats up a few um, you know free agency years. And I know they they want to try and do that with um, with Bieber. I know he's I think he's that made longs. <laughs> well, he said something last week about wanting to stick around. Like he likes being in Cleveland. Which I don't blame him. I mean. I mean, selfishly, I mean, your numbers look way good pitching against the AL Central half the time. So that's always, that always benefits, I and mean, it definitely helps you hit your, you know, your your accelerators as far as salary is concerned. It also makes you feel like a badass. So yeah, and I don't, I don't doubt
0: know. him saying that whatsoever. I'm sure he wants to stick around just just in general.
1: Like the, I don't, know, I, I didn't realize how high their salary was in twenty, you know, in, in the 1990s. Too. The fact that, like, if they could just Matt, if they could just get up to 75 million dollars, <laughs> that's all i for. I don't need I her to be, be the Dodgers. So that's fine.
0: That's that's the other thing. Like, they're a good enough front o- front office that if you get them another, like, you double-triple the payroll, which is still not that much, you could probably make a pretty damn good team. They just didn't have to tear apart the 2018 team they had and maybe, like, build off of that and keep it going instead of shredding it apart for for payroll. That's all I'm saying, man. I mean, like, like this offseason, there wasn't a ton of um huge players i think even one of the biggest out there michael conforto is still there but i mean there's nick castellanos kyle schwarber Jock peterson we talked about jorge soler is another one there's all these outfielders they could have just got who were not not like trevor story who who also by the way was not a ton of money for what he is um but he wasn't that he wasn't like an eight-year 300 million dollar guy they could have got all these and they just got none of them and they're just going with oscar mercado and bradley zimmer for who knows what reason we'll probably get just. I mean, they've got to sign a backup somewhere, and I'm sure we're going to get one. Uh, Dexter Fowler is still floating out there somewhere. I'm sure Michael Martinez is is, is hitting the ball somewhere. <laughs> Bring a man, why not? Kind <laughs> of their infielder, I'm sure, can play the outfield. Um, it's just they have not added anything. But I, I guess the question now is, if we're going from pessimistic to hopefully optimistic, is is what can they actually add? I mean, there's not a ton of free agents left. There's a few Conforto. I think Tommy Pham is still a free agent. He is, I yeah. He uh, I, I just yeah. checked
1: the uh, the thing. As of, you know, at least a couple hours ago, he, he didn't sign, so.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, there's him. There's, there's potential trade targets. I saw the Rays wanted to maybe consider trading uh, Austin Meadows. That would be very good. I'd be all for that. Brian Reynolds, from the Pirates, again. I think that'd be my top one if you could. I don't care how many middle infielders you have to trade to get Brian Reynolds for. Um, I'm, I'm sure he's still well under pre-arb. Get him over here for a couple of years. I'd rather have him than... They've got eight prospects in the top 100. Any, so. yeah, any infield prospects, so trade two of them, trade three of them. I don't care. Whatever you got to get to get them. Um, Give a pigeon prospect, that. shoot. Yeah. Give him
1: whatever. Who cares? Like,
0: I mean, I mean, Merritt, Daniel Espino Daniel Espino. I mean,
1: I don't know. Whatever. Who ca- you know what? Trade Cal Quantrill for something really
0: impactful. <laughs> I, I like. I liked well, him well enough. You crossed the line, Merritt. I just drew a line. Look, look you stepped. How over. many? I There's read line, so many articles over the
1: last couple of weeks where it's just like teams are looking for pitching, and I'm like, hmm, Indians are, or the Guardians are pretty good at one specific thing. Look at that. <laughs> oh, I won't even think about it. Never mind. It's not nothing. Cal Quantrill, though. It's, it's That's ridiculous.
0: The, there's like a little a little wall, and on the other side is Shane Bieber and Cal Quantrill. They're waving to you because you can't go over there, and you can't trade them. Those are the two. I don't he's, know. He's our special boy. You cannot Cal trade Quantrill. Cal Quantrill. I'm you get sure some legit stuff. Could. I feel like after this year, you're going to be able to. I, I think maybe he's still... I'm sure some teams recognize it, that there's there's some really good stuff brewing there. But I think after this year, when he's a full-time starter for the whole season or whatever weird shit they do at the beginning, like it's going to be rolling with Cal Quantrill. Um, I'm, I'm really excited for him. I mean, his whole pitching staff, obviously, that's it's exciting. Tristan McKenzie is still growing. Aaron Savali is going to be whatever the hell he's doing over there. I'm sure he'll have a new pitch out there. Um, he's Garbaging
1: it up, man. He's going to bring the gyro ball back. <laughs> like, it, like,
0: it's yeah, it's nice weird they're Matsuzaka, doing yeah. the, the four-pitch thing when they have – all these guys still like they have so many starting pitches and a bunch just got to be shifted to the bullpen. Cause we saw today, like Hentges and Logan Allen. I think that those ships are, are long gone and sunk into very bad the ocean, but and those two are going to be there. And then you got Logan T Allen coming up soon. Um Daniel Spino again. Like, yeah, I, I think they could probably trade pitching to get one of these guys. They have to. Uh, yeah,
1: that's, that's a, that's a good point. I think the bullpen in particular or something, I was looking they have, I mean, class a obviously, and they've uh, Trevor Stephan, a mixed sandal in, and then it just kind of becomes just some guys. and i mean i don't know what you do with that like now, now that now that several of these guys have had their you know uh, we, that we've seen the emperor without clothes with guys like james karen Shay. um what does that look like i don't know Why, what does that look like going forward because guys like, like stefan and Cla- uh, class a and some of these guys have a good velocity it's just everything else is trash so hench's obviously good view of just gets he just throws it straight as a, an arrow and then he gives up let's see four hits and five runs in 0.1 innings for an era of 135.0 not great at all okay they brought in Marman after that and he gave up four runs and only four hits much more efficient for an era
0: of 108. But that, are guys like Elam Morgan just just a reliever now? Because I, mean, I, I don't know how you fit that is him an in impossible choice.
1: So that, that, that's the thing. Like if he comes up and he's still throwing ninety, it's just not a tenable choice. He's a swingman. He's 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 hey, look, it's Josh Allen part two. Like um, not Josh Allen, Josh Logan, Tomlin part Josh two. Tomlin. Oh yeah, Logan, just yeah. yeah, yeah, He's a, he's just a, a, the latter day Josh Tomlin. Because okay. if he's only throwing, because again, he's all control and and, and deception, but. Again, I thought the whole point of of, of this team was they're going to develop these pitchers into something. Like they're going to find the the location and secondary movement, and then just add a few ticks to the old velo there. Um, yeah, I'm I mean, just like see what happened this year.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, like Cody Morris, uh, Connor Pilkington, those two are going to be kind of knocking on the door this year. I think Pilkington will probably just go to the bullpen, but like Morris could, could be a starter. I, I don't know. It's just they have so many starting pitchers, so many prospect pitchers. We we talk about the so many middle infielders they have, but so far, like it's not like so many of them have panned out. <laughs> I'd rather deal some of the pitchers that, that, you know, um like you're going to have more with, with how they develop pitchers. You don't know if you're going to have, like, if you believe Tyler Freeman is the real deal and like his hitting tool is real, I would rather keep him and trade like a Daniel Espino, who you also know is going to be real, but you also have like 12 other pitchers that, you know, down to a science, how to develop and get them up. Um, like Gabriel Arias, if he's close and if he, um even if somebody wants him for like a, a brian reynolds that's maybe the only thing i would trade him for the only person but um i, I would i would almost rather trade pitching despite how many been mid- on the field it looks like they have compared to how many actually ever pan out like
1: well what do we say to to what happened last year though right because like the pitching staff going in was going to be the the, the pillar on which they you know built everything which is the the the, the foundation of the entire team and what, we got 96 innings out of Bieber. We got 142 out of Plesac. We got 124 out of Savale. 149 out of Quantrill. I, I know the 200 inning pitcher is, you know, fading away into the, into the distance. But are, are we just? I, I guess my thought. What I guess I'm talking around the idea that like, do we think, and do we have any grounds to think this way that all the injuries and the inability for pitchers to stay healthy was a result of the previous year was it like a hangover from a, a weird 60 game season of 2020 that was just a different construct and all that sort of a thing are, are are we on that boat at all or is it a
0: maybe maybe it's my hubris, but i just think it was random awful luck <laughs> maybe part That's of fair. it was 2020 yeah, and I like get it. how quick did the ramp up um which which will also happen this year by the way they have to ramp up pretty quick um which is why they're doing they're not going to push everybody at the beginning but um, I, I think that was just like historic levels of shit luck they had last year. Who were we? Da-? We had like JC Mejia, who's not here anymore. He was a pitcher. He was the first one up. <laughs> I mean, they had so many starting pitchers last year. I just don't think that happens again. It was because that was part of the problem. Like these guys were not meant to just come up and be starters last year. I think Egali Morgan was probably up before he. They probably wanted him to, but like.
1: What else are
0: going to put up, up there? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Still Sam H. Started, started a, bunch a game. Of Nick
1: Whitgren started. I mean, those are probably just bullpen games, but. Oh, you know Man. Yeah. Why would you remind me Dylan that? I, was, I love Phil Payton so
0: much. I
1: know. I was, the, the big tomato boy. We
0: all miss him. <laughs> <laughs> just, yeah. Oh, He's oh, 11 season. starting pitches.
1: He's on the Astros. Pitching the World Series. He was pitching in the World Series, wasn't he? H. <laughs> or uh, not, uh rather, um, uh, was. Were they in the World
0: Series? He was in the World Series last Yeah. He was,
1: he was on the Astros. Oh,
0: that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: He was bad on the Astros, but he was there. Just doing his thing. <laughs> whipping cutters.
0: Yeah. I, I mean, I, I like miles Straw. Like, we've talked about the trade before. The the weird player for weird player was a great idea, and I think it was. I agree. Player,
1: uh, I'm, but... I'm all in on Miles Straw. I, I, um, a mutual follow of ours um, Ed Carroll on Twitter was pointing out that he's like, do I just have to get used to supporting Miles Straw with this team? And I'm like, <laughs> I agree with
0: him, man. I mean, ugh, gosh damn, but <laughs> <laughs> I love he's fun, I guess. Miles yeah. He's, he's what Bradley about- Zimmer we thought he would be. He's a speedy outfield. I mean, there's there's no power that we thought Zimmer would have, but he's a speedy outfielder who probably maybe can hit with one. But he gets on base. Weird, exactly. He gets on base with one st- really weird hole in his swing. But if he gets that figured out, I'm I'm fully on the Miles Straw train, and I feel like there's more basis to that than any of the random hype I've had over prospects recently that haven't panned out at all.
1: Well, he's P.S. Uh, he performance, right? I mean, yeah. what, I
0: 20, mean, he's not like an all star, but. Like oh no, he's a, a f- valuable. We talked about last year. He's a,
1: he's the kind of guy that just makes a team better because he'll be hitting eighth or ninth. I hope not first. Uh, and he'll get on base and he'll just cause havoc on the base paths. And then he'll he'll make life easier for well, what will inevitably, according to the depth chart, be a dreadful outfield defensively. <laughs> otherwise, <laughs> I mean, yeah, and Baylor's inevitably going to end up out there. But I mean, I guess they you get Mercado out there, so yeah.
0: I mean, he was yeah. almost a four win player last year, which is kind of crazy. I, mean, I know that was, was so effective. much weighted by defense, but I mean, he also gets on base. I don't, I don't care if he doesn't have a ton of power. Like you said, just let him get on base and and let these these meaty boys behind him get him home.
1: It's the island of Mr. toys. I mean, it's always been that way with Cleveland, right? It's just it, the, all these guys who have massive flaws. I mean, except for certain guys, you know, you got Jose and you got Bieber and you got. Uh, Framio Reyes, of course. No flaws in him at all. Do not Zero. look at the strikeout numbers. I'm not looking. I'm not looking. <laughs> I'm not looking. And honestly, they're not as bad as you think either. Like, they're not no, great, had... but it's...
0: There There was a streak for a while there last year. It was, it was concerning, but I think he's he mattered well enough that, like, if he's oh, going to yeah, hit 30, 40 home runs, let him strike out 30% of the time. I don't care.
1: Yeah, I mean, he's 100 and, what, OBS plus 127, like...
0: Yeah, what's his man? That's, right? that's what I want. I don't. I don't need OPS plus. I oh, thanks R-Bad for asking. One hundred twenty three. <laughs> Thank I'm, you very much, man.
1: I'm, I'm glad you asked, and I'll let you know. Uh, so, yeah. <laughs> the very important. I guess his strikeout rate has been climbing steadily. Uh, uh, <laughs> but don't career. look. Don't look. I don't look. I'm not looking. Uh, no, not looking. Not looking. But his walk rate has also climbed. So I think that's what's what's important here. So yeah, and his ROBA is three fifty five. So. <laughs>
0: which I don't know if he'll be affected. I mean, we weren't going to talk about like the rule changes stuff, like the, the shift being banned. uh, I think next year it's, it's guaranteed or it could be, but I don't know. Like he's, I don't think he's a guy that pulls it a lot. Is he, but I don't know if it's going to affect him. Like Jose Ramirez, I think it'll, it'll help the most if he can pull and not be shifted on so much. Um, And if he's not worried about it as, as much as he seemed to, but, Oh, maybe for MLB know the MLB average future,
1: poll can... last year was 28.8% of the time. Reyes was at 276 which is far and away his highest rate. Uh, prior to that, he was at career. He's a 22.4% poll guy. And I, I, I do remember listening to, um, um, what's his name? Uh, Rick Manning talking about how when he's going good, it's always that kind of center. center I can't do anything in my brain. Right center kind of. Angle, you know what I mean, and to your point about that too. I just uh, as far as the rule changes are concerned, this is why you give Jose Ramirez a five-year extension right now, like right now. That man, if you can't shift on him, he's gonna hit three fifty with like forty-five. He's gonna win an MVP next year if you can't shift on him. Like, hand, like that's it. Like he just same deal, right? Like same deal. Like said. He pulled the ball forty one percent of the time last year. Forty two the year before that. Oh, since since twenty eighteen, Ramirez has pulled the ball forty point nine percent of the time. Yeah, and he's With one it, of the most shift players in baseball. Yeah, yeah. Imagine if he just if it's just open now. Like he's going to win a batting title. He hits the ball so
0: <laughs> hard. Like yeah. and he doesn't have to worry oh about anything. God. He just swings the way he wants to, and he's going to get more. Oh just drop God. in for doubles. More that get out of the infield. Um, please again, give
1: him fun. 200 million dollars for the next five years that's not <laughs> even right oh now. my god you just buy all give it to him
0: for years and, and maybe you get like one year at the tail end where he won't be all there um, production wise be like 34 which you could still be really good at 34 like if you yeah, get he'll those first four mashing. years
1: yeah all he'll be when he's 34 is what he was when he was 23 it was at 312 363 462 he'll just be a, a, a young a, a 27 Michael Brantley, Michael Brantley. Yeah, yeah exactly yeah <laughs> my God, pay the man. Like this is, this is the man you should pay. This is the man who should ascend to the the top 10 in the world of, he should become a hall of famer as a, as a Cleveland guardian. And I, I, yeah. That would be, that, that would be um, organizational malpractice. If they just let him go because.
0: <laughs> I mean, if they extend him now and they get like five years of, let's not even say his 2020 production, which was insane. Like if he even gets like last year, he was a one thirty seven WRC plus does that for four more years. Maybe a couple years sprinkled in more there. Like hits forty home runs a couple times. Like that, that's got to be a he retires number. Not retires number, but put him in like the Hall of Fame in Cleveland. Right? He'd be Maybe a not baseball w- Hall of Fame, but
1: if you got six more, if you got four more years of what he did last year, we're talking about a basically a fifty-eight win player who then will have a few more years. Yeah, we're well, talking about an actual Hall of Famer, basically is what you're talking about there. Like a legitimate, like one of the greatest Cleveland baseball players ever. Like up there with like. Maybe not like away or anything like that, but like you know, like, like something just short of that, like one just one step up there below. with people that are alive right now that could remember. Yeah, <laughs> up there with living human beings like yeah. Jim Tomy or you know, I, I mean that's the thing. Like if if he did that, he, like if what what we just discussed, he would be. I'm just looking real quick. He would be fifth all time in wins above replacement uh, as a Cleveland baseball player. He'd be ahead of Stan Kovalesky, Earl Averill. You'd be behind Lou Boudreau is the next, the next thing for him to jump. That's just, or then we're running out of color photos of guys. Who have <laughs> That's like another like good territory. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> <laughs> they should do that. Seriously, yeah. though, that that would be so insane. He would just eat. He would eat. Oh, man, that flying G is so cool.
0: I know, right? You see it on patches oh, and man, stuff. Oh, man, I forgot so about it just right
1: there. Oh, man.
0: <laughs> cool. <laughs> I'm so excited to see that regular season stuff. Uh, oh, you mentioned man, Rick Manning. Man. I mean, we need to do. I, I don't want to keep track of it. I just want to. I just want to know how many times he says the wrong name and just blows right by it and does not stop to correct it. Doesn't even pause. <laughs> just keeps on trucking. I mean, I'm not hard. gonna
1: watch. I'm not gonna watch every game, but yeah, I, 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 I think as a as a staff, we can try and chart this. Yeah. <laughs> I think between between the was eight six or, eight or whatever, whatever. So I'm, sure, I'm sure between all of us, we watch all the games. So yeah. Yeah, I think I think we could do that.
0: Yeah, if you see it happen, uh, if you're listening to the podcast at this point, um, at me, if you, when you see it happen, we'll try to keep track of how many times he does it and and how many times he even bothers correcting himself. Because I don't think it'll be able a lot. Jose, I don't think he cares, and he's just going to truck through.
1: Did you know that if Jose Ramirez has a year like he did last year, you know he will pass on the all time wins about replacement list. Who's that man? Sam McDowell. Oh, god. <laughs> Every time he's everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> he's so sudden, just glaring at me, <laughs> just
0: scowling over his shoulder. Mean old man, get out of here! All right, Mayor. I think that'll do us do it for us this week. Um, if you are listening to the podcast when you're not adding me for recommending using the wrong team name, uh, leave us a review on Apple Podcasts if you haven't. It's been a while, so we could use those to help us uh, get the word out there a little more. The podcast back. Let your let your friends know. Uh, follow us on Twitter at matt r l y mayor at Mayor lunch meryl lynch with lunch there we go i still got it uh following cover the corner username? it is yeah at cover the corner covering the corner on facebook and of course covering the corner.com uh mary talk to you next week
1: i need to get a new twitter name so before we, uh, you leave uh let's uh hey fans out there i'm, I'm tired of spoonerized barry bonds so find <laughs> a new one for me <laughs> there you go. That one makes me laugh but anyway i'll see you next week <laughs>